0: Do you believe? Do you believe in the unknown things that are around us every single day? Things like Bigfoot, UFOs, and aliens? Or maybe demons, spirits, and strange entities? Maybe you've heard footsteps when you're alone, or a voice that didn't seem to sit quite right with you. Have you ever had sleep paralysis or night terrors? I'm here to tell you you're not alone.
1: We We believe,
0: believe, we we know, we we have have seen seen and heard, heard, we we have have felt. So, if you're searching for validation, join us in this episode of All Things Paranormal. Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of All Things Paranormal. Sorry that we have been in my A, a lot of things going on, and I went on vacation and all that kind of stuff, so hopefully after today we'll be able to um, get back into the rhythm of everything. So today, we are going to be talking about Stan Romanek, known to the aliens as Starseed. If you've not, if you've not heard this um, story before, stay tuned for this episode, and um, it's it's pretty interesting. So just just join in and listen to the details, and um, we'd love to get some emails from you guys and uh, to tell us how you feel about it. And um, yeah, so stay tuned and listen to this episode. Hey guys. So this is your host Chrissy and my co-host Mikey. And today we're going to be talking about <laughs> I'm so sorry you guys. We're going to be talking about Stan Romanek. Um as you guys, you know, if you've listened to our past episodes, you probably can gather that I am not a huge believer in aliens, but my husband is. And um we're going to we're going to talk to you about this guy. That uh, is is pretty well known to have had all these experiences with the aliens. And he has all this um, documentation of it and stuff like that. So, my husband's pretty hardcore when it comes to believing in aliens. So, if he thinks that this guy's full of crap, you know. But I'm going to let you guys decide for yourself. If you've not seen the movie... You need to go and check it out. It's on Netflix. What's it called?
1: I can't remember what it's called exactly, but if you type in, like, Starseed.
0: Okay, yeah. So, if you go to Netflix and you type in Starseed, it should pop up for you. Uh, It's like a... It's
1: like a little documentary.
0: It's, yeah, it's basically a documentary about this guy. Um, it's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I think it's, like, two hours long. And, um, anyway, so we're gonna, we're gonna jump in here. And so, so according to Stan, uh, his first abduction had, um, happened, let's see, it happened back in like, I think, what, 2002, 2003, something something like that. that. And his first abduction, he came back with ligatures on his wrists and his ankles. He had indentions on his back. They kind of looked like cigarette burns to me. But, you know, I don't know how aliens work. But he had these indentions and stuff on his back. And, um, he said that he had continued to be abducted. And he continued to have strange markings on his body. And, um... I can't read
1: my handwriting. Like, even on his... Like, he was saying, like, when he was, like, handcuffed up in his little outer spaceship, <laughs> that he was handcuffed with, like, something... Sort of like a handcuff. But it was attached to the wall, not with a chain, but with, like, a little bitty wire. Like...
0: It, he said it was like, it was, like, hair.
1: Yeah. It was, like, as thin as hair, and he couldn't break it which it aliens might have some kind of (laughs) nano spider web technology or something but yeah
0: but he they show pictures and stuff of of these markings and i mean to me it looks like if you scratch a mosquito bite and you have like a sore afterwards yeah um but i mean you know it's aliens we're talking about so let's see um next kind of Thing that happened to him was October seventh of two thousand and three. He said that he woke up outside. The doors were locked. He had a bloody nose, and he had bloody, blur, he had bloody urine. Um, him and his wife checked the security cameras, and noticed that um, a a beam shooting down from the top of his house. Which, well,
1: from the sky. We assume that it's him well, standing on his house with yeah, a flashlight.
0: It came from the sky, but it legit looks like a flashlight. It looks
1: like he was standing on his <laughs> roof with a flashlight pointing it down.
0: Yeah, it really does. Um, but you could you can hear a car in the background as well. And I'm sure... If that car is in the background and there was a UFO chilling out above somebody's house with a beam coming down, well, they would have seen it.
1: You got to think, too, like if he was really making it, trying to make it believable, he would have like something really loud in the background in that light to make it look like it's a spaceship hovering or something. Yeah.
0: So, um, and apparently this, this beam messed up the siding on his house.
1: It, it didn't really mess it up like physically. It just, it made it a different color or something. Okay,
0: so basically his house was dirty and it looked like somebody cleaned off just a small section of the siding.
1: Yeah, and it just so happened to be where the security camera was.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then he said that some random siding company comes and he looked up, He was he said he was upset that his landlord didn't tell him that, they had somebody come out to fix the siding. The landlord said that they didn't send anybody to fix the siding. And then he looked up the siding company and it apparently did not exist. So this siding company was not a real thing.
1: Yeah, like the men in black came and replaced the siding yeah. for free, basically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know of any siding company that would just be like, Hey, yeah. we're not going to charge you for this, but here's yeah. just some new siding on your house. Yeah. Um, and then another experience on May 9th of 2006, he supposedly, the aliens abducted him again and supposedly fixed his knee.
1: He had like a knee brace on, like he had a messed up knee, so.
0: Yeah, and, um, he, he had a bloody nose, um, there was a dead circle of grass, it looked like. You know, you had a kiddie pool somewhere and it had yeah. just killed the grass. But there was a dead grass in a circle. Um, there were more spots on his body and he couldn't find his knee mobilizer. He couldn't find it. And when he did find it, it was outside and it was burnt and melted like somebody set it on fire.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but if you, you know, some, sometimes when you have like a knee surgery or something, like when you like they put the metal rods into your knee and it still sticks out of your body. And that's what it looked like to me.
1: Yeah, it that's looked like four or five uh, dots or scabs on his the side of his leg where his knee is. That was just like perfectly in a line. I mean, that's kind of what it looked like. But I mean, he went to the doctor and the doctor couldn't explain the marks. So it was either aliens or self-inflicted
0: yeah. And then... Uh, they He had his doctor, like, recheck his knee out. And some other health issues he was having. And apparently it was, like, a miracle that he was completely healed. And Yeah,
1: the aliens gave him... Yeah. Like, fixed him up. Yeah.
0: So there's that experience. Another one on um, July 14th, 2005. Christopher Moon... Who is a ghost hunter? Comes over to the house, and they capture. Wasn't it like? Um, like it
1: was like dark aspirations, whatever. Yeah.
0: So, and it they said, Starseed. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. That that name just makes me laugh every time I say it. Starseed. It's just. Yeah, that's his space name. Mm-hmm, That's his alien name. Um, okay, so on 8-4 of 2008, they had orbs in the house, shadow figures, I mean, every time you saw a shadow figure, there was light hitting the wall, so, I mean, it could have been somebody, but, you yeah. know. Um, he hears humming and loud noises, um, basically, like, anything like your normal Haunted house kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, let's see, April twenty sixth, two thousand and four, a strange woman put something in the mailbox, and quote, it says, "Good luck on your move to Colorado, and remember, we are watching."
1: Yeah.
0: Um. In, in the in the movie, it shows a picture of the um. The postcard. Was it a postcard? It I think like it was postcard. just a
1: folded piece of paper.
0: Well, it shows a picture of it in in the um in the movie, so I would suggest you guys watch it, because it is interesting yeah. to watch. Um, I looked over at my husband when I first watched it, and I was like, and this is why people don't believe in aliens.
1: Yeah, he really hurt the credibility of, like, real abductees and stuff.
0: <laughs> okay. um, January, Genu- or I'm sorry, December 20th, 2004, I'm sorry, I'm, like, um, date jumping, but it's it's basically like that in the movie too. But so in 2004, he was jumped riding his bike to work, and he was told that he needed to keep his mouth shut.
1: Now, is this the one where he was jumped by the government army man? Yeah, and like he karate'd him yes. and like whooped him and stuff.
0: Yeah, he apparently uh, you know you know beat the crap out of these military people that supposedly jumped him on his bike, and they told him to keep his mouth shut. But he apparently was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna karate chop you and beat him yeah, up."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Does that make sense, right, guys? <laughs> a little regular old man could take, take a take advantage of military personnel. Yeah. Believable. Okay. <laughs> January third of two thousand and six, he had a computer and it changed. Uh, his computer, basically, he said he came home with. For one day from work or something, and he got out of his computer, and everything on the computer was changed to "You can't hide," yeah. like his computer name, um,
1: like all the icons, yeah, icons, like, all that, yeah, and everything was wiped. It was just basically everything on his computer was "You can't hide."
0: Mm-hmm. And on the same day, um, he heard a really high pitched noise, and the meds in his medic medicine cabinet. Um, were melted, and...
1: It really did look like he had...
0: Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> it really did look like he had held a lighter to the bottom of his medicine and, like, squished the the bottle down on the cabinet or something. That's what it looked like.
0: It looked like somebody sat there and purposefully charred the pills. Yeah. I mean...
1: But I guess... Where the aliens fixed him. He didn't need it, so they <laughs> got rid of it for him.
0: Hmm. Okay, so this one, this one's my favorite. Like when you guys watch this this movie, you're gonna just laugh at this part because I was looking at my I was looking at Mike and I was like, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> so September 9th, or September seventh of two thousand and two, he says. His cats were acting strange from a red orb around the house. Okay, I'm not joking, you guys. This red orb looked like a laser pointer.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really did.
0: And then you didn't see it, Then he? Like, as soon as he was like, oh, do you see that? It would pop up. And then you'd have, like, a la- little red laser pointer just moving all over the place. Like, yeah. Like you would be trying to play with the cat. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, he did not make it uh, believable at all.
1: Yeah, he could have worked on that part a little better, <laughs> I think.
0: On January twenty fourth, two thousand five, he woke up to more ears or to more ringing in his ears and more uh, orbs in his house. Let's see, um, July seventeenth, two thousand and three, he looks out the window and sees a peeping alien he also sees around the house like aliens outside on the deck and in the yard and he just has all these little photoshopped aliens all over the place um i think we think the one that were the aliens peeping in the window yeah i mean it could just very well be a mask because he's literally standing right in front of the window and this alien when it comes pops its little head up It's, like, looking to the left and to the right. But why would they be looking to the left and the right whenever Stan is literally standing right in front of the window? Yeah. I mean...
1: He had a buddy stick his hand in a Halloween mask and... (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, man. And then you can tell, like, all of these aliens that were put in these pictures, they didn't... They weren't consistent in looks. Right. So... That's why I, I 100% believe that it's photoshopped. Because photoshop can do some amazing things. I mean, being a photographer, I, you know, you can do some things with some photoshop. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this one. There's, <laughs> there's a field, okay, and there are a bunch of aliens just floating in this field. And there's one of them waving. Yeah, there's literally yeah. a alien <sighs> waving at him in this field of floating aliens.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's waving at him.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see. March 5th, 2005. There are gray flashes of light. And there... He's so... In his kitchen, there is a sliding glass door and he had his... Sh- his shades open, which I don't know why you'd have your shades open at night. It's kind of weird, but, um, that's why I think it's staged, but there's an alien literally like leaning all the way over to where you can almost see its entire body and it's just staring.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, you see people in scary movies, they like, instead of like coming into the doorway, they'll like poke their head sideways along the side of the door. It was like that.
0: Yeah, but it was, it literally showed from the waist up to the head. Um, just kind of chilling out, hanging on the side of the door, looking into the house. Yeah, it was Um,
1: strange.
0: (laughs) July 25th, 2004. This one, we're going to, we're going to play a clip for you from the movie because it's the actual clip. Um, of the recording that they got. Um, so they get a strange call from somebody named Audrey. It's the alien. Or is it the government? Which one is it?
1: I can't remember if Audrey is the alien daughter or.
0: No, the alien daughter has like a weird name. I've got it written down here somewhere. It's not the alien daughter. Or
1: Audrey might be his wife.
0: No, Lisa's his wife.
1: Okay, okay.
0: But here is the clip. I hope you guys can hear it.
1: Urgent message. I apologize
0: for being so forward, it did not take us long to get your phone numbers. Our surveillance is mostly for passive monitoring, but it does come in handy. I cannot tell you who I am for safety reasons, but I can tell you that your perceptions of Stan Romanek and his experiences are real. As you have probably noticed, Stan is slightly different. The way he thinks, the way he perceives the world, seems to be a little more advanced than usual. The interesting thing is that Stan has no idea who he really is. Okay, Lisa, hit the button. Okay, so that is one of the phone calls that they get. Mm, Um, There's a couple. To see if you can find the other ones. He gets a couple of calls from from this Audrey person, um, and like I said, we don't know. I don't know because, and you'll have to watch it to really, to really get the whole like grasp of of his stuff because there's a lot. There really is a lot. Is that it? No, I can't find it. Oh, well, he can't find the other ones. um. But there's also a point. Well, I think we'll get to that point. I don't want to skip too far ahead. Um. <clears throat> so, let's see. And after this call, he gets another call. And it's from Audrey. And she claims that it's a warning call for starseed yeah she um she was calling to warn him that they're being watched and listened to and um they have to be careful like you know um basically they have to hide like their communication and stuff like that so he gets a warning call and then see they also tell stan um oh okay so on september 15th 2004 stan finally gets to talk to the strange caller and they have like full-on they literally talk to this person that like like they're part of the family they talk to Mm -hmm. them like every day yeah multiple times a day and on this specific call uh the caller you know this is when he this is when he gets his little alien name so the caller calls stan starseed on the call and they tell stan that they have his best interest in at mind and that he needs to stop being stubborn and that they're being tracked so
1: yeah he replied in one, like when they said uh we have your best interest in mind. He he said something that was so, sounded so rehearsed. He was mm-hmm. like, well, if you had my best interest in mind, then you'd send me money. Like, it was so rehearsed sound, you know. But yeah, he did that. And then I think the next phone call was his, his space daughter, wasn't it? Or was it?
0: I can't remember. Um, I don't know to get to that part. Let's see. December 6th, 2008, Audrey, the strange caller calls, He, you know, they say that, like I said before, calls on and off and they would talk up to two hours, two hours. You're talking to a stranger that you don't even know thinking that yeah, they're right. an alien
1: Yeah, a stranger that is supposedly from space, you know.
0: (sighs) And then, so on this day, though, a strange sound came over the, um, the phone, because he was on a three-way call with Lisa, his wife, some lady that they had talked to, and him, and, um... This strange sound, you guys know what it sounds like when you have two microphones together and it makes that really high-pitched, like, screeching noise? Well, that's exactly what this sounded like.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, Stan passed out. Yeah. Okay? Um, Stan's wife called their, you know, their daughter. The daughter was like, yeah, he's passed out on the floor, like, very nonchalant, wasn't worried or concerned about it. She was like... He's passed out, yeah. he's on the floor that's normal yeah. and then so Audrey called back and she said um that she was sorry and that they did not mean to affect starseed that way yeah, so
1: but wasn't it like I didn't mean to affect you that way, but this is like in your best not in your best interest, but like this is. Part of your training or something like that. Something like that, Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. He was being trained to make alien babies.
1: Yeah, I I reckon, yeah.
0: (laughs) We'll get to that part in a minute. On um, May 7th, 2009, um, they were taking pictures of their cats. and (laughs) Okay, guys. This one, there's a picture of the back deck and there's a picture of the cat and the railing and in the railing of the deck is a very clearly magazine photoshopped face cuz it the proportion of the face to the deck was just way off yeah. way off i don't care if you're an alien or not it did not match and you could just tell you could just tell that it was just plopped from a magazine and st- stuck on their picture
1: yeah it looked like literally you cut out a picture of a a woman's face out of a magazine and glued it to the pickets of your porch and took a picture of it and was like whoa there's somebody standing there (laughs) that's literally what it looked like
0: yes and then um on september 22nd of 2009 They were taking more pictures on the back porch. They must really like the back porch. Um, Because even the alien pictures were taken on the back porch. So, I guess it's easier to Photoshop on, on your porch than your actual house. But um, they saw a child. Saw a child. Um, And then, you know, so this brings us to Starseed has a... He has nine children. Nine.
1: Yeah, from space. Yeah, from space. Yeah, they're like, when I guess whenever he got abducted, they took him and took his sperm or something and made alien babies. Yeah,
0: but didn't they have another human woman that was his alien wife?
1: Yeah, like whenever he was abducted, he went into to the UFO, and then there just so happened another human there, and it was a woman. And they didn't say it, but pretty much he was insinuating that him and that woman made babies in the UFO or something. And, like, that's how he came up with all these
0: babies. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was just a clever way for him to tell his wife he was cheating without losing his wife. Because she was, like, super invested into the whole alien thing. She was like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. Um, cause she really, really believes in the whole alien stuff. Um, okay. So there was multiple sightings of children and there were footprints and handprints left behind. He got multiple calls from his daughter and her name was Kiyoma. Yeah, Kiyoma. So Kiyoma would call and talk to him all the time and be like, daddy. And, um, you know, she was like, you have yep. nine children, Eight of the same, one different, or something like yeah, that. Something.
1: But you know those uh, voice changers you used to get? Like you could get them at the dollar store, and they look like a megaphone, but they was it was a voice changer for like kids to play with. The little the kid Kioma sounded like a person talking through one of them through the alien mode. <laughs> That's literally what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Like a, it sounded like. Little toy that you was talking through.
0: Okay, and then so after that, on March twenty seventh, two thousand and ten, there was a strange girl that showed up at one of their Aztec UFO conferences, and gave Stan flowers, said "I love you, Daddy," and ran away. And then they showed a picture of this girl, and she. Uh, she has like these very like high eyebrows and large eyes, but I mean, sometimes when people go to those kind of things, they dress up weird. Yeah, it's kind of like a convention. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they probably just was like, "Oh, look at this girl. We can like add her into all of our crazy stuff."
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was.
0: Yeah. Um Little known fact: Little fact about Mr. Stan. He grew up in a military family and had severe depression. Oh, and dyslexia. He was very dyslexic, and he was bullied. And then he became a bully. So he was a little booty hole back in his day. Um, to see. Okay, so December twenty seventh of two thousand was his first official sighting. And after this, three people showed up at his house at 3 a.m. Him and his sister had lived together. So his sister, he says his sister, opened the door. And she was just standing there with her head up to the ceiling and staring with her mouth wide open. And he states that, you know, he kept trying to, like, talk to her. But she was just, like, stuck in this state of just...
1: She's in a
0: trance. Yeah, she's, like, in a trance. And... Um, So, he was, he said he was scared. He said there was one female and two males. The female came and grabbed his wrist and in his head, she didn't actually speak to him. She just, you know, talked to him telepathically. She said, it's okay. Everything will be okay. And he said he felt the uh, light tap on his head and woke up. Um, somewhere else with the bright light this is when what uh, mikey was talking about he woke up in the ufo with a bright light he was glued to the wall and he couldn't get um he couldn't get off he said something was wrapped around his left wrist and then he goes on to say that he had Copper cuffs on his ankles and wrists. So, he changed it up a couple times. He didn't... He kept saying that there was different things holding him to the wall. Because at first, he said it was his left wrist. And then he said it was both wrists. Yeah. Um. And then he said that they turned him around. And started doing something on his back. And states that it really, really hurt him. Um...
1: And when he did when he was telling that part where he was getting something put in his back on the documentary, it shows him looks looks like he's being hypnotized, and like the hypnotized hypnotist or whatever was uh asking him questions about what had happened to him and it just looked kind of staged because I mean I'm not saying I've never been to a hypnotist but It looked like he was on a couch with a paper towel where his head would lay. Kind of give it the doctor kind of feel. But he just... You know, it just didn't seem legit. But, yeah, he was being hypnotized. (laughs) Quotation. Hypnotized.
0: And so he seemed to think that this was all a dream... And all of a sudden, there's symbols that pop into his head, and it looks like math equations. And so every time he goes up into the UFO, there is another human woman. And like, okay, like we said this before, you know, his space wife. Um, and it sa- he said that there are children in the UFO. And one little girl came up to him and hugged his leg, and it looked like him. His babies. They're crying because he has to go back to Earth. And on June twenty eighth, two thousand and eight, while talking about his experiences, a woman in the audience kept staring at him. And just so happens, surprise, surprise, that it's the same woman that is his space wife.
1: Yeah, the woman that was that was in the space shuttle spaceship with him. That. You know, they abducted also, just so happened to be attending one of these conventions.
0: Yeah, how how ironic and coincidental is that? And so obviously, you know, his, his real wife and his space wife met, and um, needless to say, they did not get along. So, it's basically like, Pretty much everything. He did end up going to jail. What was he what did he go to jail for?
1: He actually went to jail for I think child pornography. Oh uh, yeah. He said that the government came in and was trying to shut him up and in order to do that to get him to go away was like they planted all kinds of child pornography on his computer. And uh Also, like, there's been other interviews where he had, uh, was being interviewed by so-and-so. I don't know who he was, but he was getting interviewed and, like, thought that the camera was closer, panned in on him, closer, and, like, he would take things and flick it out of his hand and, like, make it hit him in the head and be like, oh, my, what was that? Like, I have no idea where that came from. And then you can clearly see his hand throw something. And uh, they confronted him on it, like, later on. And he said that the government threatened him and was like, listen, we're going to make you look like a liar and an idiot by making you throw stuff at yourself and blame it on aliens. And
0: you know, so you can lose your
1: credentials. Yeah, lose your credibility yeah. is what, he, what, he, what the government tried to make him look to be uncredible. But... Yeah, he's he's something else. I tell you, he really does. He kind of hurts the the people out there that really has had experiences. He definitely hurts them. But yeah, do you got anything else?
0: No, I don't have anything else. But um, if if you guys would like to watch this it like i said it's on netflix just type in stan romanek or um it's, starseed
1: it, yeah it's either netflix or youtube i can't remember which exactly it was but you can type in like i say you can type in starseed in the search bar and it'll pop up it's some kind of like the documentary is called something extraordinary something experience or something like that
0: it's, it's got, like, a, bl- a black or gray background with an alien on it.
1: Yeah, let me look it up real fast.
0: Uh, while he's looking that up, I do want to tell you guys, there is one of my favorite podcasts out there. Um, you guys should definitely check it out. He does a lot of paranormal stuff, and he's he he's great. Um, the, par- the podcast is called Paranormal Mysteries. So if you guys want to check him out, please do. He is amazing. And, like I said, my favorite my favorite podcaster out there. And um, he's even shared some of my stories on there, some of my paranormal stuff. So, if you guys want to check him out, please do so. I'm going to try to share some of my favorite podcasters. Maybe get Mikey to share some of his favorite podcasters. Maybe you guys can, you know, um, expand some of your stuff because there are some really good ones out there.
1: Yeah. Okay, the name of it is Extraordinarily. Wait, is that Extraordinarily?
0: (laughs) Extraordinary, the Stan Romanek story.
1: Yeah, Extraordinary, the Stan Romanek story. It's from 2013. It's actually old. I'm surprised I didn't see it before. But it's on YouTube. And uh, it's on Tubi, it's on Voodoo. Everything else you really got to pay for. But YouTube's free. And if you can put up with a couple ads every now and then, that's that's where I'd watch it. Uh, to where we did watch it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah.
0: And we've watched it twice now. And the first time I was already like, this is so fake and stupid. And then we literally watched it again so we could get some you know, notes and stuff and some good content for you guys the other day and I was like oh my gosh this is awful like he he really thought he was gonna trick people and I'm you know if there's people out there that believe it you know that's your thing but I'm just like I don't know I don't know yeah
1: it it used to be on Netflix it may still be but I don't know but, yeah, you I definitely recommend it. You guys should go watch it.
0: If you watch it, please email us. Give us your thoughts. Let us know what you think. Um, do you believe him? Is he credible? Do you think that it's a bunch of jokes and he just wanted to be, you know, famous for a little while? Just... um shoot us an email it'll be in the link in the you know description of the cat podcast also if you want to share your experiences be a guest on the podcast please send us an email we want to hear from you guys we really really do let us know how we're doing um, like I said we're gonna try really hard to get back on our schedule and start posting normal like we were and um, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and um, we'll Talk to you guys next time, okay? Don't let the spirits bite.
1: I'll see you later.